Howdy guys and gals and my music loving pals. I'm your host Lauren Vitanza and it's time to face the music. Welcome back to the Face the Music podcast. I'm so glad you get to join me for my first episode of Punktober. <laughs> um, did y'all like the intro? I tried to change it to make it a little bit more edgy for this series of podcasts. Um, a little message on my podcast from last week. Ben Rector released an acoustic version of It Would Be You, which is the song I talked about last week, featuring Ingrid Michaelson, and it is so good. So yeah, I need to go check that out. I'm kind of upset that it was released after I already talked about the song. Um, if you are new here, <laughs> I have decided that for spooky season, the whole month of October, I will be discussing punk music of the past and presence for a series I'm calling Punktober. I, I didn't grow up with a lot of punk music because I was in elementary school when um, a lot of the popular punk bands were making music. Can you imagine like a first grader running around singing Teenagers by My Chemical Romance? Yeah, me neither. Um, so I started to listening uh, to punk and uh, like harder rock type music when I was in middle school. Uh, this is this included a lot of Paramore, Jimmy Eat World, Panic at the Disco, um, like Fall Out Boy, those type bands. I didn't really listen to any like obscure punk bands or anything. Um, but I really enjoyed the sound of that type of music. And of course, being a middle schooler, I felt like I needed to be all moody and emotional. <laughs> like uh, I would ride on the bus and I would stare out the window and I would listen to Haley Williams totally eat that chorus and all I wanted. And it was it was just such great moments <laughs> for, for my life. Um, it was truly like a time where I understood, I think, the difference between good music and bad music. Um, and was it was learning like what set those apart. Um, so a little background on punk music, which I'll talk about a little bit more on the Blast from the Past cast episode, but punk music emerged in the 1970s and was defined um, not, not only by the, like the style of music, but also by the attitude um, of the people and the focus on social and political issues. Um, so <laughs> punk isn't quite the same as it was when it first started, um, or even how like it evolved into the 90s, but it still proves that you know there are different ways to writing and constructing music that are so amazing. Um, so punk music in general kind of uses simple chords, and uh, but more specifically, pop punk has like really catchy hooks and melodies, and then punk rock goes a lot harder and faster um, with those songs. So. Uh, to start out, I have chosen three bands, um, singles from Neck Deep and With Confidence, and then an album from Stand Atlantic. Starting out with Neck Deep, ne- Neck Deep is a Welsh band um, that has been releasing music since 2012. I discovered them on Bop Drop, so another plug for the app, Bop Drop. <laughs> um, someone posted their song December from their 2015 album, Life's Not Out to Get You, and I liked it so much and so I started checking out their music and then I really liked their sound um they released a recent album in July of this year entitled All Distortions Are Intentional Sick Joke is my favorite from that album so you should go listen to that one or listen to all their music because it's all good I think that they definitely have a little bit of a different sound 
than their past albums. I still like their sound now, but they've definitely changed um, as they've grown as a band. Uh, so today I've chosen to talk about their single Beautiful Madness, which was a bonus track on their 2017 album, The Peace and the Panic, and then it was released as a single in November of last year. Um, the song follows the sound of some of their older songs rather than more of the songs that are on their new album. It opens with really strong guitars and has a harder and a grittier type sound to it. Um, it then crescendos into a fast-paced rhythm. I like um, I like whenever he slows down and then the song actually slows down and then loses all those heavy instruments in that moment too. Um, it's essentially a love song where he expresses how important that other person is even though they're not perfect. Um, but I like how fast it is with the speed of the drums and then what it goes... <laughs> like I don't know how to when it, duh, 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 like the drums duh, 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 you know but I, I, if that makes sense to anybody um, I really like it and it, it's a really great song I think to kick off Punktober so Beautiful Madness Neck Deep next is Stand Atlantic's most recent album Pink Elephant which was released on August 7th my friend Andy recently told me about this band and I really enjoyed them when I went to listen to this album uh, they are an Australian band from Australia, <laughs> obviously. Um, they started releasing music in 2017. Uh, they definitely have more of a pop, a pop punk sound uh, with pretty catchy melodies. The lead singer, Bonnie, I don't know if it's Fraser or Fraser. Um, I really enjoy her voice. It works really well for the sound that they have. And then it also gives um, punk music a very smooth and feminine um, effect and voice. I think that makes their music very pleasurable to listen to and then kind of changes the scene for punk music a little bit. Um, starting with the second track on the album, Shh, <laughs> that's what it's called. Um, it opens with drums and then an exaggerated cymbal. And then her voices, her, her vocals come in and it adds like some really interesting elements with the repeated O in the, in the background as well as the minor and the kind of sharp notes that are uh, throughout it. Um, then she goes pretty hard with the chorus. I like that her voice is so smooth, like throughout the time that she's singing. And then she has those like scream notes where she kind of goes really hard in the pre-chorus and then in the chorus. Um, if you listen to uh, minute 212, you can hear my favorite part of the song. I don't know what this effect is called that guitars do because I don't play the guitar um but it's like the only instrument in the whole like in that part in that moment of the song like everything else is cut out and it like I don't know rips it I don't know what it's like you know what I mean like oh gosh it's not like a cat um but that I don't know what it's called but that's it makes that uh noise like just for a second it's literally just for one second of the whole song but it, I just loved I loved that moment and it took it just to the to a completely different level the song is is really about confidence and not letting others speak for you, but speaking up for yourself and taking that control. Um, the The next track is Blurry, and it opens with these really weird kind of cool synth type sounds. Um, the lyrics have a like really have a lot of imagery 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 of toxicity in like a love hate relationship and just in general. Um, and the haziness of kind of knowing, like, what is even going on here. Um, she speaks a lot about surgery and compares, um, like, how she's feeling to that. 
um, and how like they're losing parts of themselves and it's creating dis- and it's creating that distance between them. Uh, after the chorus, the song has these high pitched synth notes uh, that I think are, are really cool and add a really cool effect. And then the guitars as well as her vocals really play into uh, the sounds they use really play into the confusion and the pain kind of found uh, that in the lyrics. The next track is Jurassic Park, which opens with a guitar followed by her lyrics that are kind of echoed in the background. The song is really happy and upbeat, and um, but in, like it almost sounds like I know people compare it; they think it's like a party song, but um, the song is actually about the struggles that um, people deal with um, when they love someone who has like mental health issues, um, and that it's difficult for them to help them when they won't get help for themselves you know what I mean they won't accept that so it's kind of a more deeper and more emotional song even though like the music aspect of it doesn't really express that which I think is really cool that contrast of it um but um her vocals in the beginning of the song uh have that uh, the effect that makes them sound like they're being sung like through a megaphone or like a voicemail or something like that um, which makes it, which sounds really cool. Um, I, the play on words in the lyrics are interesting as well, like candy in your cotton mouth, which could be referring to like the snake, the cotton mouth, which representing, you know, their harmful actions. Um, and then the sweetness of the candy, like downplaying their issues by like speaking sweetly about them, you know, trying to say like, I, I'm not that jacked up. Um, not that mental, <laughs> like that was very rude. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have issues. I'm not going to worry about it type thing. Um, I think lyrics like that, like, make me have so much respect for songwriters and just musicians in general. Like, how do they think of such interesting interesting lyrics with the play on words and, like, the true meanings behind them while making a song that feels like the exact opposite of what they're talking about? That's such an amazing talent and definitely one that I do not have. Um, But I, I just songs like this really kind of spark that in me. I'm like, oh gosh, I totally forget sometimes how amazing these songwriters are. Um, the next song, Eva, oh my gosh, what is with me today? I cannot speak. The next song, Eva Ligo, <laughs> I think it might be my favorite on the album. Um, so Bonnie Fraser, Fraser, however you say it, she said that the uh, lyrics aren't as literal <laughs> in this one. I mean, if you listen to them and look them up, it is definitely about like stalking somebody and being very creepy. Um, but she said like, it's not literal and they just kind of made up words, made up whatever they wanted to, but it also has some aspects of real life um, in terms of like how people can be, they can have like obsessive personalities and attitudes in life, like with crushes or just in general. Um so it's kind of stalkerish, but it's not literal in, in that sense at all. Um, uh, I love the chorus of this song and how, like, the the guitar, like, scratches, like, leading up to it. Um, there's so much strength and power, I think, in her voice that really, really come out in the song and really elevate her vocals in this song. Um The next song is Wavelength, which sounds, when I first listened to it, I was like, oh, this sounds like an Our Last Night song, which if y'all don't know them, they're like a rock, I guess almost like a heavy metal maybe type band. Um, 
but he scream he like sings and screams in a song and so and just the way that they write their melodies sounded really similar to this one and i was like oh are they are they collabing which would be super cool so stand atlantic if you're listening to this podcast for any reason at all y'all should collab with our last night <laughs> that's my my little message for y'all um but this song is a little bit harder and um it has it kind of has that sound of struggle that is talked about in the lyrics it's you know about not being on that same same wavelength and with other people and that they might hear things that you don't mean and it can really cause like strife and frustration um but the melody in the song really uh, captures that frustration and the conflict um it does this with like the tapering of the voices as well as the voices cutting out um i think which perfectly represents the disconnection between individ- two individuals which is amazing how they do that with the music that also connects with their lyrics love it when artists do that <laughs> Um, so I think that's really cool how they're able to, you know, send those messages, not only through the lyrics that they're singing, but also through the actual music that's being written and the effects that they use with the vocals. Um, the last song that I'll be talking about, which is not the last song on the album, but it is the last song I'll be talking about is D W Y W, which stands for do what you want. Um, it was written about how people kind of do whatever they want to other people. I think more in their perspective as a band, you know, people kind of telling them how they should be as a band, uh, what they expect from them, things like that. And um, they like people will like insult them or whatever. And then they'll try. There's so many people like this, but they'll try to cover up their actions and the mean things that they do with compliments, and then it just kind of gets exhausting. So this song goes, you know, straight, it just goes straight into the lyrics, which I think gives it like a rushed and an anxious type feel, which I think is exactly what the emotions are trying to convey. Um, They're really trying to show like how you've kind of given up. Like I, you know, I'm done. I'm done with this, you know, whatever. Um, Because you just don't, don't care anymore. Um, the consistency of the guitar is really good too, like that's in the background, as well as her vocals. Um, I love when they get strained. Like I'm sure it does not feel good on her vocal cords, but whenever she does that, I think it really um, elevates the song and just kind of emphasizes that struggle and the pain that's in these songs um, and the emotions they're feeling, which is perfect because it's punk music. <laughs> um, it, it has some cool elef- elephants. It has... <laughs> Which is funny because the album is called Pink Elephant. It has some cool elements, like when it makes uh, her voice deeper and then it's repeated at like at minute 132. Um, so I think that those are some really cool aspects of songs that um, don't necessarily go right, like connect right into the lyrics or anything like that, but they are really cool how they made these um, songs not as typical as other punk songs, you know. Um, I really enjoyed this album. And them as a band and especially as songwriters. Um, I'm really looking forward to more music from them. And I, I really hope that y'all give them a listen too. This album's really good. Pink Elephant by Stand Atlantic. But please go listen to the other songs too. Um, they have a lot, of, a lot of great music. And so I'm really glad I got to talk about them today. Uh, lastly, um, I will be talking about the band With Confidence and their cover of Drops of Jupiter that they performed for the Songs That Saved My Life album. Uh, I discovered them from this album. Al- album. Oh my gosh, what is with me today? From this album, 
There are a few versions of these albums out uh, called Songs That Saved My Life, and they're covers of uh, different songs by rock and, like, punk artists. Uh, and, and they're really good. I think this one was from, yeah, this one's from Volume 2. Um, but there is, like, uh, Movements, which is another band I'll be talking about during this series. They did um, a cover of Losing My Religion, and oh, my gosh. I Like, I already liked that song, but... When I heard that version, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't think I could like this song even more. But they did it and they made it work because they're amazing. But um, so uh, this, their band is like, they definitely have a lot more pop um, in the pop punk than I would say Stand Atlantic does. Uh, their sound almost makes me think of if Harbor turned punk. Um, Harbor's another band I talked about on the podcast. Um but they have some really great songs from their 2016 and 2017 albums. Uh, I think one of my favorites is Moving Boxes from the 2018 album Love and Loathing. Um, but their cover of Drops of Jupiter was on the 20, yeah, the 2019 Volume 2 album of Songs That Saved My Life. So Drops of Jupiter was originally released by Train, a very popular song. Um, and, it, and it used a lot of like acoustic type guitars and sounds like that in it. Um, but with confidence really adds some like sweeter type vocals with a more pop punk sound to it. To be completely honest, I have never really been a huge fan of Train or more specifically his voice. <laughs> um, but and so I like I know this song. I, I know it because it was a popular song, but I never fell in love with it because I just I couldn't get past his voice for me. But hearing this version made me really appreciate the lyrics of this song um, because it was sung by someone who I actually enjoyed the voice of. No offense to Train or anything like that. Um, but they still use the aspects of the acoustic guitar and like the simple a simple technique to complete the song. But then they made it a little bit harder and added some interesting pop aspects of it. Um, they added some more like electric guitar and then the synth sounds in it, um, which... It, it really gave it more of a pop punk feel than the way that Train had sung it. And I think it, it really added some great elements, especially with his vocals. I really like his voice. Um, and then it, it built up uh, the music as it went on and continued throughout the song. It, it was really good. And I think it really kind of saved the song for me. Cause I like, I, you know, like when you want to like a song so bad, but you're just, I, you just can't, that's how it kind of was with this song. Um, Cause I really enjoyed the lyrics of it, but um, with this, I was able to actually find a version that I'm like, oh, yes, 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 I can actually like this song now. But, um, but yeah, so with confidence and their cover of Drops to Jupiter is really good. Um, I think y'all should check out their other music as well. Their albums are really enjoyable. They definitely are, I think, leaning more into the pop side of music. <laughs> um, but I really wanted to talk about them on here. Um, and so I'm really glad I got to share that with y'all today. Um, I, I feel like this podcast was a lot shorter than my last few weeks of podcast, which is okay because last week was like 50 minutes. So I'm sure it's okay that y'all are getting a little bit shorter of a podcast, but I'm really, really excited for this series and what is to come, um, in Punktober. Uh, I will have some guests on the, uh, Blast from the Past cast episode, which I'm really excited to share, um, like their experience of punk music uh, with y'all and also talk about some older artists in the punk rock and pump pop punk scene. Um, 
So make sure to follow my Instagram at face the music underscore podcast and my Twitter at FTM underscore podcast. And um, make sure to listen to the playlist on Spotify that has all of the songs from the podcast on it. You can find that in my uh, pinned tweet on Twitter, in my header on Twitter, in one of the posts I posted on Instagram, on my, uh, I think in my highlights, on my stories, it's in there too. So you'll be able to find the link and the code for that to be able to listen to that. It's uh, everywhere. Um, I also kind of mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Uh, but I am on Amazon Music now because Amazon Music is doing podcasts. So if you, for some reason, uh, don't have any of, you know, Spotify or Apple Music and you want to go listen to the podcast, I don't know how you're hearing me now, but <laughs> tell your friends if they want to listen to me and they only have Amazon Music that I'm on there now. <laughs> um, but also uh, feel free to DM me um, on any social media if you have any suggestions for songs or artists or if you want me to do a certain series I've been trying to think of some other things to do um I've talked about with my friends of like what what are some uh, different songs that would be cool to do like maybe some unplugged stuff or some covers like whatever y'all would like to hear would be really cool um and I, I just love to hear what music y'all are listening to if y'all just want to tell me who you've been listening to this past week um so I have a great week and I will see y'all next week for another episode of Punktober.